0: Hey, Josh.
1: Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Uh, The sun is shining. It is very hot up here in Canada for what we're used to. I have my air conditioner going full blast, and that is not normal. We're used to being able to just walk outside at this time of year.
1: Well, you don't have a full blast right now because otherwise I would hear it, right? You just, I think you just flipped it off. So you're going to be sweating for the next uh, 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. So if you see my face start to get a little too red, then, you know, it's, you know, time to wrap up. I got to turn my air conditioner back on. <laughs>
1: right. Or you hear long pauses of Nate getting a drink going glug, glug, glug. That's <laughs> all for the podcast.
0: Uh, what we do for, uh, for the podcast. So uh, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm having an interesting, I don't know. I would say, yeah, summer's kicked off. Kids are out of school now. Swim team is in full season. I think we even talked about it last year. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) and, uh, I'm honestly, I'm like obsessing over the levels of our, our, uh, our volume as I'm watching us record mostly because just to give a quick shout out to, uh, a, a new person that started at Referral Rock who um, has listened to all of our episodes before she started. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she did mention the leveling problem. And then uh, uh, I mentioned it to you and you said, hey, I'll check it out at the end. But now I'm like obsessing over looking at the, the yeah, they are, waveforms right now.
0: They are, they are different, but I fixed it in the post. So uh, you should be able to see on the most recent episode and on this episode, it should be right.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to, uh, the suffering that my (laughs) new, new, uh, new person on our team went through. She said she really enjoyed it. So, Hey, you know, we got got one extra listener. I just have to employ a person. So
0: (laughs) we could get to like a million listeners. Josh just has to employ them all. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fun. So you've been uh, talking a bit on Twitter this week, and we've been having some thoughts about things. What uh, what's been going on this week?
1: Yeah, this feels like one of those behind behind the tweet episodes or behind the, the, the a couple tweets episode. Um, yeah, I, I guess a couple things. Um, f- first one I did want to talk about, which was what I I guess I guess where I'm trying to think of where I should circle back for this, but essentially I saw in a in a community someone mentioned. Um, essentially a startup that sounded just like your original startup list idea, which was to monitor external APIs. Like a SaaS Mm -hmm. business typically has, you know, works with multiple services, whether it's like a SendGrid or a Spark post or an Elasticsearch. They're dependent on other cloud services that are sort of like utilities to add on to their existing SaaS offering, right? And that was your whole initial yeah, that, idea with status list right
0: yeah and that's why the, that's why it's named that too right status list right it's like you get a list of all of the the providers that you're working with
1: right so we came i came across a uh, a startup that said they were doing basically what you did and and mentioned that where they were and they were at twenty two thousand 000 mrr uh, and i kind of mentioned it to you and and We both just had a reaction like, oh, wow, it took seven years. But that was all we said, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. like seven years and wow, okay, like he actually made a decent-sized business out of that thing that like I really struggled to try and get off the ground. That's really cool.
1: Right, and you pivoted off of it within I don't know. Oh, months. Three or four months? A couple months, right? A few months? Yeah. Uh, So I just kind of was like, oh, I wonder what the, the, the Twitter world thinks. So I just dropped in a tweet about, hey, if you worked on a fast business solo for seven years. And I just said 50% of their time. I have no idea. This was just like, it became sort of hypothetical at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like you worked for, you had 50% of your time and you got to 22,000 MRR and you still have to work 50% of your time to basically maintain it. Would you consider that a success? A success? So, mm-hmm.
0: And everyone was like, yes, 100%. Like I, I was really surprised by that.
1: Yeah, I was definitely taken back how much of a slide. I think it was probably, at least ninety percent of the people were just like a resounding yes. They're like, "Heck yeah!" Like this is this is freedom. This is all kinds of other things. And and there were a few people that asked really good questions. Um, mm-hmm. And
0: uh, yeah, and I think kind of the, the what I find interesting about that is I I, I wonder if the people who are thinking that yes this would be a success are thinking oh if i just have to put in the 7 years i will get this and like that's kind of like a guaranteed thing then like oh i could quit my day job that sounds great and i wonder if there's some of that you know if there's a light at the end of the tunnel then this is totally worth it kind of thing as opposed to where or i kind of feel like when i look at it as I'm like that guy waited in there for seven years without really knowing where this was going to go. Like, I don't know what the curve was on his his MRR, but like, you or know, her, I
1: don't know who. Or,
0: sure, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> him, him or her, like, like how how do you hang in there for that long? Because surely for the first like five years, you're not making much, and like you're going to spend half your time on this project continually. Like that's a slog.
1: Yeah, that's like a lot of your formative technology years, so so to speak, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like i. I find that to be like that's a. I don't know if I could do that. Like, if status, if someone told me that in seven years, status list would be making that much, I'm not sure that I would have the the energy to spend half of my time working on it.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm not. That's where I was kind of with you, but I think maybe our our perspective is having been in it right. Like mm. knowing what it's like day to day, knowing what it's like month to month while you're working on this and mm-hmm. that, that like, you don't know, like to, you know, what does that, even if it was like a very linear curve of seven years, it means like, okay, year one, what are you at? Like, you
0: know, or you $1,000 like
1: or $2,000 and it's, and year two, it's like, you know, three or four and you're just kinda like, I'm working a lot to grind this out. And it when is this gonna stop? Is this gonna end? Like I don't I don't I don't know what if I it doesn't feel like it's moving fast enough then for for a seven year trajectory, right?
0: Oh, for sure. Like I think really the only way for for me to last it out that long is if either I really like scale back on the amount of effort I'm putting into it. Like If I put in like, you know, a couple hours a month kind of thing and it kind of grew on its own. I didn't really have to do a whole lot to it. And then it finally got up to like, you know, the three or four thousand dollar a month level. I think at that point then I'd start to engage a lot more. Right.
1: Yeah. And I just again put anecdotally fifty percent of your time just to make this very like a
0: there there
1: were actually a lot of people asked a lot of questions. A lot of people actually assumed it was me too. I don't think they (laughs) they just like they, they they thought it was you know when yeah, you know yeah. someone says asking for a friend hit hit but it's like not it wasn't that so yeah. i did later follow up with a few that said hey well this was sort of hypothetical um but just just wondering um, but but the ones that did seem to have the resounding yes i think you're right they're they're very much looking at the end in sight they're like hey oh if i could do that in seven years cool but like in that year in like we said, in that year of grinding, in those years of grinding, like not knowing it's gonna actually be there. Yeah. Sticking to it for seven years is a a good amount of time to like you know at that point, it's like replacing someone's income, a sizable income. So it's like a hey, you you if you if you rode this out, you could be, you know, it's mm-hmm. a pretty good life. So
0: yeah i think there's also the element too of like is there another idea that would scale faster right like is there something that in i could get off the ground in two years as opposed to seven years um because seven years sounds like a long time i don't know if that was like yeah if that was if that felt like a long time for that person but like that's a lot of time of thinking is this going to work or is it not
1: but that's probably half of it, right? To to be of that mindset and also thinking about it now, in hindsight, seven years. So that's actually around the same time like Referral Rock started too, which is funny yeah. enough. But but thinking through in that time scale, at that time, like I didn't know, you know, a month or two in where we were at, like, I didn't know if that was good or not, right? Like it was just mm-hmm. sort of you there was not nearly as much build and public information out there. So how much of that actually is discouraging for people? Like, I think for you, like you said, it's like, hey, if I was doing this and I did it for a year and it only made like $3,000 a month. Man, I'd be disappointed. And it's like, other from different perspectives, someone else is going to be like, that's awesome. Like, hey, you know, you see people putting out their building public goals of yeah. being like, hey, I want to be at $2,000 within a year. Mm-hmm. And again, that's that perspective. There were people in there that replied that were like disappointed because they're like, hey, this is a large opportunity cost. Like, mm-hmm. I see what other people out there are doing, and my expectations for my own excellence are higher. And if I didn't reach a ten thousand MRR in a year, like I feel like I'm a disappointment, or I feel like I I am not successful. Mm-hmm. So twenty two in seven years seems like a oh man, like you're right. <laughs> like opportunity cost wise, did you would you have jumped the boat to hop on a new train instead because you're like. I don't know if this trade is going anywhere because in my mind, it's moving at a snail's pace.
0: Yeah. And I think that's realistic though. Like there are some, um, there are some markets that really aren't well suited for bootstrappers um, like, or solo uh, founders. And I think that's, that's just kind of the nature of it. And uh, it's, it's great if people are willing to stick it out that long, but it's also a, a, you know, how much of your time are you spending on things and you know what? Uh, how much are you? How risky are you willing to to make bets on? Like, are you willing to bet your half of your time for that long on something that may or may not pan out?
1: Right. Yeah. And the other flip to this is a lot of bootstrappers, like, or a lot of people starting in this build public, trying to do this stuff as well. You see this this other camp of the the small bets camp, right? The people mm. that do a lot of different things or you hear a lot of different projects and that doesn't make sense to me. We don't have to make it about that argument on this podcast today, but like that person would have never gotten there because they would have either abandoned or not put in enough and they would have had 50 other bets going to miss maybe, but who knows? Some of those are like planting crops and you just like are waiting for things to grow, but then you're not actually, in my mind, being proactive and really investing in giving an idea go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it, it does seem to me that the like you do have to stick it out for a longer period of time than you might think to be able to tell whether something is gonna work or not like I've often thought well I'll build it and then I'll ship it in a week and um, you know within a month I'll know whether it will work and typically it's been more like well within like a year like that's when you'll really know if like it's it's gonna go or not um, right. at least that's been my experience so far
1: yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. It's it's definitely interesting to see all those perspectives, the different people that came in, and and how many of at least the unbiased Twitter poll <laughs> as has was like yeah. feeling like that was a win. And I I would maybe guess that most of them hadn't done anything or haven't really done much yet. They're still in the like early phases of mm-hmm. ideation and like dreaming of this to happen or wanting just starting getting building as well. So for them to just see the end result and not have to do those pieces, it,
0: <laughs> it's true. I, yeah. I could see that. But I, I guess I'm thinking back to uh, previous discussions we've had, like you, you started something and worked at it for quite a while and had it fail on you uh, before you did referral rock. Um, how does that like, do you have any thoughts based on that experience uh, for this discussion?
1: Uh, That was a, I think that was a different era. Like that was a different thing. So I think you're referring to the Uber note stuff as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So like before, before referral rock. Yeah. That was.
0: Well, tell people about it. What was it?
1: Uh, Well, we did have episodes about this. So if you've heard those already, go back and listen to those. But in brief, it is, uh, this was like, you know, 2005, 2007 timeframe when it started and early Internet web app days, like you didn't even call them web apps, I think. (laughs) Um, And uh, people just called it like Ajax stuff and whatever. They called it Web 2.0, essentially, right? So um, fancy. So, yeah. And uh, what was interesting then, it was very much a, like, you build the thing, you get some press, and you see if it kind of takes off. So it was more of this monolithic build don't talk to customers, try to get press and get it out there, maybe get some funding, that type of thing. So it was definitely a different style of startup then. It was basically like, oh, hey, uh, I'm I'm building this in the corner. I'm unveiling this this grand launch, this grand promotion type of thing. Then I'm trying to beat the streets and get press out of it, trying to get a tech crunch or mm-hmm. we got life hacker to write about it and got a burst of users and all this stuff. We got some funding. We did all these, these those things, which was sort of the only way to do it then, or, or the only way people knew how, because Twitter didn't really didn't, I don't think Twitter existed then. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, So all these, like the amount of information everyone has today to know how these things work. There's so much more out there. Like at that mm-hmm. time there was, you know, old school forums and ICQ and all kinds of other Slack didn't exist. There were not these, all these, all these great, like startup and community communities and things like that. So, yeah. um, But uh, what happened to that one was we didn't charge for a really long time. So it was kind of a different, everyone's, you know, that, the the snapback advice now from kind of born out of that era of this monolithic build and they will come type of approach was more of like do talk to customers, do MVPs, do customer mm. discovery, like do price testing early, charge early, like all these things that are the exact opposite of what we were doing at that time. Yeah. And that was we were doing what was the common like, the like common advice, practice, yeah. Common practice then. Um but we didn't charge and we didn't actually charge until what that was like our last Ditch effort, and it was way too late when we decided to try to charge or even think about charging for it. We always had in our mind that could be a monetization strategy for us, mm-hmm. but it was not necessarily like we weren't testing that early on to decide if it was a business or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you, how long did you run Uberno for?
1: Um, I should go back and look exactly, but the way the way I've written about it on the internet <laughs> was about seven <laughs> years, also coincidentally yeah, that's crazy that's crazy, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. so uh
0: so, so like you didn't have there's no money coming in you're you had some users um was the user trend going upwards was it kind of stagnant like how no, how was the feeling was
1: user trend was going upwards i mean we had some uh i mean that's where my first foray of seo and outreach and that stuff like that so I mean, we were on the front page, We were on the top search results for online notes. I wow. mean, so it's not a bad uh, SEO play there in those days, and and so we would get you know hundreds of new accounts a day. Um, okay, and and so there was always a rolling set of new accounts. You know, we had we did have a forum <laughs> for users, so they were uh, asking about features, and we were kind of interacting with the community a bit in there. But I don't yeah. think we. Barely asked about charging or anything like that. It was always just about like trying to get user engagement. But we got all kinds of weird user—not weird. I would say just passionate users of it. Yep. And there's actually one that was writing books um, and like was using it to like draft her books. And she, oh, she wrote all these. Uh, interestingly enough, like my spouse is a nurse, and she, I don't know, we got into it interchange about that and she the the person that was like using ubernote was like writing her books there, writing notes about her books and there were all these like fiction nursing books like about <laughs> about you know kind of like a romance novel type of thing they were just like novels they were like nurse nurse novels yeah, okay. and she like sent me a whole bunch i think we still have them on our bookshelf she sent me like a dozen of her different books and stuff like that it was like so i mean we okay. we met all kinds of characters like using using ubernote so
0: yeah yeah that's crazy though like that in some ways would feel like success so like what what made you stop it like is it just that the the monetization didn't turn out or you didn't get the funding or i mean it did feel like a success i mean for building your own first product and actually
1: having it out in the wild and having people use it so it wasn't just me that was the thing Mm -hmm. so it was me and i had a a, some, some friends from college um that we were all working on this is also we were all working for a few years anyway so it's sort of Mm. nights and weekends Mm. we quit our jobs like i think maybe about a year a year to a year and a half into like launching the product um and so then we were living off savings so honestly it was a monetary drain like we were (laughs) funding our our dreams with our savings and and uh you know, living frugally, all unmarried at that time and new kids, <laughs> that type of thing where, you know, uh, living off a thousand dollars a month wasn't, wasn't much of a chat was, was like a, not, was not a terrible brutal. thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we did get a little bit of funding through the kind of, uh, press we got and some other things. And, but honestly at, you know, when, when we did try to start charging, which was about four years in, so it was like 2009. And again, this was like, just as the, as the heyday of the recession at that time, I think they called that one, the great recession. Yeah. yeah, And, and so, you know, it was making enough to cover the server costs, but at that point, you know, I think we're just kind of burned out on it. It's like, it was still going, but it wasn't, it wasn't like hockey stick growth. It was like, yeah, still getting a new set of hundred users, still getting slowly more active users. But, you know, we turned on a paywall <laughs> and all of a sudden like, zoop, and it was like, yeah. Oh, our, our hundred, our base of a hundred thousand plus users. Like mm-hmm. now we've got like maybe 20 paying accounts, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> you know, or something like that. Just that. And at that point, you know, we didn't really grind on it at that point. It's like, you, we had so much energy. We were working on it full time at that point for two or three years. Right. And you're just, you're just tired. You're just like, Hey, if these are really the numbers, like, if uh, you know, there's what we thought was a passionate user base is really like super flighty and just as easily could go to like Google docs or somewhere else. Like yeah. that, that, uh, and I think we just slow, there was no definitive, like stop working on it. It was just like, we all just kind of slowly, faded away from like less and less check-ins no one really i think said anything we kind of kept the servers going people started to like i'm gonna take a job okay and it's just sort of it just slowly you know drained away
0: (laughs) yeah uh, everyone kind of just walked away but like didn't really say anything as they were walking
1: (laughs) yeah it's like the homer simpson meme have you seen where he like he like just his head just disappears back into a hedge or a bush. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that was yeah but that was it. It was like a it probably did that for like two years.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So like what did is there anything you learned from that, like that leaving process? Like is it like, you know, we should have just we looked at the number look at the numbers and be like, okay, can we iterate on this? No. Okay. Let's call it and just quit right now while we're ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean it was just sort of I just think no one really had the energy to do anything about it. Whether it was to just call it quits, no one wanted to be the first to like raise their hand and I think officially mm. like kind of call it quits. Um Yeah, and then and then yeah, there's just like without like money coming in, without even all those other stresses of life and that type of thing, it just yeah, I don't know. Just It's just lost, and, and I think I've labeled it. And I think this is a common term at that time is like a, a zombie startup to where it's, mm. it exists. People can still use the software, but it's essentially you go and there's like no activity on the forum. The blog updates of saying like last product update are just like, we're like Ancient. <laughs> eight, mo- eight months ago, two years ago. And it's just like, it's still running, but people are kind of like walking into a house like, hello, is anyone <laughs> home? Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah i know what you mean you like come across
1: to shut it down right and it's just sitting there and i would say probably the definition is more because we did put in the full effort and we got into that fading period i think yeah other people talk about other examples like status list for you right now Mm -hmm. we talked about i think in the last episode you're making like a nice dinner money every every month right and it's it doesn't cause you any stress you never, I think you did bursts of time, effort into it, but you mm-hmm. never really were full in on it where I'm like, Hey, I'm dropping everything. I'm giving this the, 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 the full make go on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like you might've had periods cause you have consulting as well. So it's yeah. sort of, you just fit it into where your ebbs and flows were. So
0: yeah. And I think, and, and I, I think it's, it seems to be a lot about like managing expectations, like for you finishing up with Ubernote, it's like you're drained you look at how much time you've spent, and it feels like a sunk cost. It's like, you know, I just spent that much time for this return. That doesn't seem like uh, something I can live with. So I've got to kind of move on. Whereas, like right. the status list, it's it's kind of like one of those things where, yeah, sure, I've put some time into it, but the return I'm getting on it, I'm happy enough with. So then I can carry on. And probably same with that that guy we were talking about earlier, or or gal with the the seven year. Um, mm-hmm. Thing that was similar to Status List. If if you're content with kind of where it is and what what's going on, then you can you can just you know have it in the background or that sort of thing. And I think what's kind of neat with that is that if you can keep something going, you never know what kind of fish might swim into your net. Like with Status List, I have had like not very much customer interaction, like at all. Like, I have tried very hard to get people to talk about it, but they will not. <laughs> talk to me. Yeah.
1: They're, like, they're like, dude, I just want to use your monitor thing. Why is this guy talking to me?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's literally what it is. I'm like, I'll give you a t shirt. They're like, I don't want a t shirt. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but uh, I had someone reach out to me like three or four days ago, and they were like gung ho about using the software, and uh, they wanted a couple of features. They had a special use case for a few things. and... Like, they're actually good features to have and like willing to, you know, engage a bit on that. And like, I don't know if, if I was trying to go full time, I would have needed this guy to come along like, like way long ago, but like, because I've just been doing it on the side and not really paying too much attention to him. Now I just wait until, you know, it's like, oh, there's a snag on my net. Oh, somebody's in there. Okay. Let's, you know, see what's going on over there. So you can build those things. Yeah. I'm going to build those things actually. Um, he wanted, um, uh, G RPC, uh, tests. Um, so you could check your, your RPC endpoints. So, okay. Cool. I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah. You'd like this though. You're like, cool. Reason to build it. And it's like, someone's going to pay more. Cool. It may pay off. It may not either way. I had fun.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, actually I looked at it. I looked at how much time it would take to implement. It's like, I'll probably make my money back in like three or four months. It'd be worth it. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's it's definitely interesting thinking. I think when you mention the you know perspective or expectations around it, because yeah, at the I, I don't know what I could tell you, but the, at the end of the Ubernote run, if that was making like two thousand dollars a month, or maybe I don't even remember what it was making because it was at that point you're so clouded by your like I, I don't think it's what it's not opportunity cost because that's like using what you like if you could have done something else with the same amount of time, but it's yeah. sunk cost. sunk costs. So it's like, there's so many sunk costs in that at the end of the Uber note thing that even if it was making, yeah, like two or $3,000 a month, it just kind of would have been like, well, one it's not going to support any one person per se. It's, mm-hmm. but you're still going to have to like keep some things updated. It probably wouldn't have taken a ton of time, but I don't know. It's it's you know, I think we have other friends that have, have different situations with different parts of their sass or different um, I guess where they are in the life cycle. Problem is you don't really know where you are in the life cycle. Like you only have now. And what I thought was interesting is you mentioned that one little fish too, and it makes me think about I think I've told the referral rock story as well like when we got fish at certain times like because if you didn't get that fish in those first three months or if i didn't get ones like it probably could be a totally different story so
0: oh exactly like we would have given up right um or even like you think of like this this uh this other start startup that was doing the status list concept that i started with like there if i if i had known that that would pan out i could have held on a lot longer on that concept right but you know nothing nothing swam along during that time and so then it's like okay you know try something else right right
1: i think someone else mentioned like uh convert kit the story of convert kit and how nathan barry had was just flattening out around two thousand dollars a month for a long time i think the problem is he wasn't really a hundred percent all in on it until he decided to really give it a go at least that's what i recall from the story so that what i think Mm -hmm. is somewhat the difference between a zombie one or what happened with Uberno, what had happened with, you know, uh, this, this status with, with your status list one. And also with this other example, I don't, we don't know the story. We don't know how much mm-hmm. time they put into it either. Um, but it's definitely interesting thinking about these expectations and, you know, everyone has, Hey, if I'm going to do this, it needs to be that. And it's like, is that actually realistic or, are you just reading all the Twitter news and assuming when you see someone that says, hey, I made it to $10,000 in three months. And that just means like, well, if I don't do that, then, I'm,
0: then yeah. I'm no good or this isn't the right idea, right? Yeah, I think I think it's more like, at least for myself, I think it's more about looking at like what what's the alternative, like what what do I know I can do and get paid for? And then if I do this other thing, like how how is that going to pan out? And so it's like, no, but it's like, if I can, if I could do consulting for, if, if I can do consulting for a month, you know, I'll make however much. And if I do a startup and I work on it for, you know, two years and then I can get to that same level, then, you know, I, I would consider that a success, but then, you know, maybe someone else is comparing more to, you know, Uber, you know, the, the, the huge, the huge hockey stick, right? They need to have the hockey stick for it to be a success.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's that's part of the trap is like that opp- opportunity cost cuz you know your dollar value per hour with consulting, right? Mm-hmm. Like and I think that's also the challenge with other people where they have to quit a job to go all in. Um and I know you're in a different situation as well with a family and you already have mm-hmm. steady consulting and you kind of have enough you enough enough things you can pick from the tree, so it is a very much like a decision when you're thinking about it it's like i have x amount of hours in a day i can do x or i can do y um but some people are just like hey i don't i don't have steady flow of consulting i'm either going to do right. this or not but i want to live that dream i want to i want to give that a go of living that free lifestyle so mm-hmm. it is worth it for me and you i think we have friends that like they, they go from working for a year and then taking off for a year and taking another shot. And then they work for a year and they take off for a year and take another shot. Like it's, that's the other thing is like, without knowing it's hard to, to do these. Cause could it be just around the corner that month before they quit? That's when they started, gotten their traction, their SEO started going, uh, someone writes about them. That one big customer comes in enough to pay for the development for the next few months. Who knows?
0: So Yeah oh if only we could see the future right
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> cool well this has been fun uh i think i'm going to keep working on status list a little longer i don't think it's going to be a zombie quite yet
1: no yeah, and and i think the level of time you put into it it's just like hey i can just it's it is kind of a side thing it could be one of these things and in two years it's like oh yeah now it's making a house payment versus just you know yeah. dinner and and that's that can be a success that just
0: you're inching away at so yeah for sure cool Cool. well thanks for chatting josh all right talk to you later nate thanks for joining us today if you enjoyed our podcast please share with a friend we're new to this podcasting thing and we'd love to hear what you have to say tweet us at searching for sass on twitter that's searching the number four sass or send an email to searchingforsass at gmail.com. See you next week.